Last time on Crown of the Kobold King, Jacques collected some darkwood from an elder darkwood tree and was then ambushed by a worm. The creature almost killed Jacques, but a well-placed shot by Scarab ended its life. Looting the bodies in the tree, the heroes found a map of the forest and a place labeled as Droskar's Crucible. The group then decided to head back to Falcon's Hollow for the night. While in town, they gathered information and a silver longsword that may come in handy. They learned from an apothecary that special mushrooms are needed to help symptoms of the strange sickness. Colonel Cobb noticed the small foxes following him and he finally named it. While gathering information, the party learned that the founding families of Falcon's Hollow may have witch blood in their lineage. Our story continues now! So, for places that you have not gone to yet, uh, there is the Rogue Lady, which you know to be a uh, half bordello, half uh, casino of sorts. It is a games hall slash, um, <laughs> what's the word for that? Brothel? Brothel, thank you. Wouldn't mind, yeah, I forgot, that is something that uh, is on... Scarab's mind is speaking to someone who has been sick mm-hmm. and or somebody who knows someone who is sick. Just want to find some common threads to see if this comes from food, comes from the forest. Gotcha. Something. Other places that you haven't been to yet uh, is the Woodwill, which is a general store. Uh, you have not been to the cut yard, which is where you know Payday to largely hang around. It's where he's in charge. It's up top, okay. Uh, there's also, uh, let me see. You've not been to uh, Jack Anapes, which uh, Scarab, you know, is a peculiar sort of name store of interests that is run by a uh, strange gnome. Uh, the shelves themselves are kind of like you know them to be largely disorganized and he's not even fully aware of all the inventory that he keeps okay uh, actually it sounds like you'd be uh... I'm sorry that is the goose and gander okay. is the one that is that I just described loose and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Jack and Napes is actually that's interesting goose and gander is... uh, the town's inn and that's where they offer uh, food and lodgings. What's the, what's the dang What's the dang uh, uh, grocery chain in Stardew Valley? Um, what? It's Pierre's. Walmart. No, not Pierre's. The other. Oh, Joja. Yeah, that's uh, that's Goose and Gander's Joja Mart. To Scarab. Uh, I it's have like to say, that guy it doesn't even look at his inventory. For the people that 
like at Paizo, naming the general store Woodwill, I think is fantastic. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Goodwill. Oh. Yeah. It's, oh. A, it's a Goodwill, but for a logging town. <laughs> <laughs> that Creed Manor is like the size of four people's houses in this town. Yes, it is uh, prominent, and as you'll notice, it is surrounded by uh, high walls as well. It's not actually shown on the map. But the actual so manor the or the the walls going around the So town? that that's the Is that outside those walls or is it is it also walled itself? It is just beyond the town but it itself is walled. I think I think we can see it cuz there's like the big fountain unless the walls go further out from the fountain. You guys do see it when you come into town because you come up to that north gate there when you come back into town. But as you're walking by, you notice that they have uh, massive walls. The walls themselves are like 10 feet tall, uh, constructed of large vertically aligned logs that have been shaved to a point at the top. It's really good in Project Zombo. It makes it hard to see the the manor itself, but even with those tall walls, you can see the imposing figure of the large structure. And you can't help but notice as you walk by that there are armed guards patrolling the upper stories, walking along a uh, like a parapet that goes around the outside of the building itself, and they're armed with crossbows. I was, yeah, okay, I was going to ask, armed with swords or crossbows? Yeah, something I was going to ask. I see below the manor are a bunch of smaller houses. I was curious what, what uh, you know, are those probably servants? Poorer or richer houses? Are they people yeah. that work at the manor? So I would say that um, the... If you know that or not. The walls that Scarab sees around the manor now are not new, but they are newer if that makes sense. Uh, Scarab, you remember a time in which there were not walls around the Creed Manor, but there have been walls around them. Is, I'm sorry, how old is Scarab again? Uh, 30. 30? Yeah. Yeah. You know that the walls became a uh, construction after... He's probably been... He's probably known this town for a few years, at least. I'm curious about the, the state of the people compared to who lives within that residence. You know, like, are they just keeping everything to themselves? Oh, yeah. I'm most curious if they're uh, poisoning their people on purpose. You know, personally, I think it would actually be kind of fun to go talk to the creeds. You know, just see what they have to say. They might slip up and give us info. If we can... Yeah, it's right there. Let's go knock on the walls. We don't have to go to the front door. We can just find a window. Crack that baby open. Do your wings work? Can uh, you fly? No, no. Just down. Cobcorn, I don't know that you would really be the adequate choice, if you will, of going through a window. Um, in a bit of, like, subterfuge, if you will, you clatter quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> They'd kill us. <laughs> Scarab is pretty small, though. If you could get me over the wall, I might be able to sneak. No, we don't have to go over the wall. Just exit out the north gate, hang a left, <clears throat> boom, shock a locker. we're there. I think that it might be, uh, um, 
it'd be better if we were a bit more forthcoming and just went and knocked on the door. Yeah. Worst case scenario, what? They say no. <laughs> you know. Very true. That means they have something to hide. Maybe they give tours like they do in the White House. <laughs> the White House? Where is this White House? Earth! <laughs> Earth! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were so well-traveled, Copcorn. I've read of different planes. I didn't know you were so well-read. Oh. Thanks. We should go to Earth sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this adventure. Let's go to Earth. All expenses paid trip to Earth. Open a portal. (laughs) Swam, 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 I want to go to modern-day New York. <laughs> That's our god, just yell in the air. Cody, Cody, please, please. I just want to go to Earth. Teleport in the middle of the highway, just immediately get run over. <laughs> yeah. Don't let us roll for it first. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to, down to go to the house. I think we've decided that we want to go to the Creed's house. Okay. Um, Hope you're not prepared for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trying to remember where y'all were last. We were just kind of wandering around talking to people. I was talking to people about the creeds, so Mm -hmm. I'm probably pretty close to the manor. They were were asking people about the sickness, about um, (coughs) what did what did what are we calling it? Twinkles. 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 About the twinkles, uh, so. But we don't know that it's spreading. <laughs> we wouldn't know that the the twinkles name is, is spreading. It makes our men effeminate. Their hair falls out, but only on the chest. On that note, uh, considering that Jock is away from Scarab and uh, Corncob, has he heard anything about the twinkles? Oh, uh, roll to gather information. Roll for hearing. <laughs> You're deaf. Every conversation. What was that? <laughs> As you listen closely, all you hear is. <laughs> so what? What am I rolling? Uh, society. Eighteen. And you were trying to gather information on... I was just wondering if I've heard anyone talk about Twinkles. Uh, you... Or anyone say the name of the sickness, <laughs> Is it rather. around yet? You're kind of <laughs> listening in on a few people trying to ask around if they've heard anything about a sickness. And for the most part, uh, people tell you more of the same of what you've been hearing. Uh, but you do end up in like one or two conversations where somebody mentions the name Twinkles. Where somebody's like, oh, you mean the Twinkles? I'm like, yeah, man, the Jameson family, their son, did you hear? Got the twinkles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just barely, you're talking like maybe two out of every ten conversations. Okay, well, Jock's, Jock's going to find his way back to Popcorn and Scarab. Need, and need to follow that lead on the Jameson son. Let's go find the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sick, boy? Boy. Please, boy, wake up. Why are you sick? Uh, Jacques kind of walks up here. Popcorn. Popcorn. Hey! Over here! (laughs) 
yelling at you from three houses away. Yes. How's can, it going? Go here. I can see you. That's why I said your name. What? Come closer. Oh, dear. Sure is hot today. <laughs> so Jacques will walk up. I, t- I uh, asked around about the creeds. I think it might be worth uh, going to pay them a visit. Yeah, we're here. Also, Might I as well. I did come across a few people talking about this illness. They said that they they're much of what the the alchemist or whatever she was uh, said. Just very tired, but I did hear a name for it. People oh. were calling it Twinkles. It Twinkles. Like a strange name for me. That, that, that's a weird coincidence. Uh, anyway, you want to go check out these Creos or? It's the Creeds. Creeds. Um, yeah, I would. I think that it, it could be worth the trip just to see if they'll speak to us, just see if maybe they know anything about it or if they know anything about the other strange things happening about a wolf setting traps or... If they even know anything about their town. <laughs> yeah, if they we'll don't see. know, then they should know since they're practically running the place. <clears throat> Agreed. Good idea. Good idea. I will say, and Jacques kind of like lowers his voice, we should be careful about how we approach this. It seems like the poorer folk aren't big fans of these creeds. Interesting. Well, we should go find out why. Hmm. I'm pretty poor. I'm indifferent. It's probably because I don't know anything. Yeah. That's probably it. (laughs) The walls are getting taller. We should go now before they fully encase themselves in this house. Right. Right. I believe they're starving their people out. That's what this feels like. But why would they do that when the people are their economy? No money. They're poor. They don't have any money. So why would they care? Keeping the people down. This has become very political. (laughs) (laughs) As you make your way northwest towards the Creed family manor, You soon find yourself in front of a large wooden gate. Uh, It is a tower that blocks the road. Recently constructed, and on the very top, you see armed crossbowmen patrolling. Uh, The road is blocked by a large gate made of wood, and there appears to be a slat in the middle of it. Carl Cobb just walks, waves at the archers, and tries to open the gate. It doesn't budge. Oh, excuse me. Gentlemen. Mind getting this gate? It seems like it's stuck. One of the crossbowmen kind of like peers over the edge. You see his head like look down at you before he disappears over the railing again. And moments later, the slat opens up on the door in front of you. Password. Oh, I can't fit through that. And then the slat shuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Uh, password. What's the what's the name? What's uh? Do we have a a name for the owner of the house? 
I'm just the Creed family. Orson, Holton. I don't remember. Mm. Am I close? The first thing I know I have letters. it in my notes. <laughs> Pretty good. Horsons. <laughs> yeah. Fulton. I don't know if these guys are gonna. We don't have like a good reason to be here. <laughs> Saldron. Saldron. Saldron Creed. Fuldron. Fuldron. Okay, I, it I was an O N ending. I don't know. You had like Bing Bong or something like that before. <laughs> Can you say you actually heard like Philbo instead of Fuldrin? Philbo. It's T H U L D R I N. Fuldrin Creed. You would have known from gathering information that that Fuldrin is the head of the Creed family. He has a son, doesn't he? Yes, Jurin Creed. They are the last two remaining Creeds in existence, and the Creeds are the sole owners of the chopping rights and therefore the uh, they are in essence the power of the town because without the rights to chop the lumber consortium cannot exist here and if the lumber consortium cannot exist the town has no more work and no more income I think the password is Creed Rocks but Rocks is spelled R-O-X-X and then 6969 <laughs> we could try that. Or we could just say we're, we want to apply for. You know what? Yeah. He's going to knock again. <laughs> the slat opens. Password. Oh, uh, where do you go to apply for a job? To work for the Creed family? And the slat shuts. Damn it. Can. Uh, uh, Scarab would like to look at the entrance. Anything of interest? Anything you can tell us about it? That would be interesting. <laughs> um, not necessarily. I mean, all you see in front of you is is those large wooden walls that are constructed from the pointed logs that seem to uh, like border the town itself, but also veer off north around what appears to be the Creed compound. So any, um, any graffiti? No. Huh. I forgot my password. Can I send you my email address to reset my password? Slat shuts again, which is weird because it was already shut. Damn! <laughs> Another slat shuts in front of the slat that was shut. A secondary slat. <laughs> they must be using magnets. No, I don't think we're gonna get much out of these guys. Yeah, this is in-game stuff. Uh, to the forest? <laughs> Fuck this place, let's leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was there, I mean... I got bloodlust. I do also I have heard that <laughs> Payday, I believe his name is, um, works often in the cut yard. Oh, Jacques, that's a good idea. Uh, Maybe he'd Scarab have an idea I, of a password. Yeah, or Scarab and I could just hide around the corner. You could knock and say, hey, Payday sent me. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. Wow. Cobb, I'd, I'd like to apologize to everyone that's listening because I am drunk. <laughs> and Very I good. would never say that Corn Cobb had a good idea. <laughs> oh, the booze is making you nice. We're playing loose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. 
<laughs> what do we have to lose? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what do we have to lose ourselves? Uh, as you make your way away from the tower and walls of the Creed Manor, <laughs> you can't help but look back, uh, and you notice that the armed crossbowmen have a uh, insignia, a bright red emblazoned insignia on their shoulders. Uh, if anybody wants to do a society check. Would. I got that society. Only society? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm not trained. Six. Twelve. Seven. It's nothing you recognize. Ain't never seen it before? Recall knowledge? <laughs> you just recalled knowledge. I'd like to try it. Nope. Yeah. Ain't nothing we've seen before recall knowledge. Have you ever seen one of these before? I have. You can give it to me if you like. <laughs> you want to take this PP so I can recall knowledge again? If you want to put that PP in my hand, nah, I'm on Try whatever you like. I'm not trying to do it. Be a waste. Be the a waste. Uh, the other thing it. I will say, you notice, perhaps while looking, you're distracted and you look away and you realize that there appear to be the silhouettes of four water towers beyond the wall. Keeping the water to themselves, I see. Oh, so it's in within their plantation. Correct. So while you can see the highest peaks of the rooftop of the Creed Manor, you do also make out the silhouettes of four distinct water towers. There's a hag on top of one of them just pouring potions. <laughs> <laughs> just a And nobody's noticed her. I think that we should go to the cut yard. Maybe we can find Payday there and maybe get a password. Hmm. On one of or, the other towers is a dwarf hanging there. I've been here for ten years. <laughs> help, help, help. <laughs> or if you insist, I suppose. I suppose we could go. Toss me over the wall. And toss Scarab over the wall. <laughs> as fun as that sounds, we may never see you again if we do that. <laughs> I need to find my cart. Perhaps, perhaps we should go. Uh, should we go to the cut yard? We're going to go wherever you want to go. Could be fun. Let's go to the cut yard. Yeah. The cut yard. I will, uh, I will log that insignia into my brain, though. For the next time we come across something like it. <laughs> I will log that insignia that I don't remember into my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that red smudge. <laughs> I remember a smudge. Find me, Payday! I think that... We might be able to get some information from this man. <laughs> I'm <laughs> struggling Whoa. right now. I'm really struggling right now, all right? I can't. I'm, I'm very drunk, and I cannot do anything other than think about Baldur's Gate and what... Bal- Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I am Baldur. Nathan at hot. Baldur. Okay, um, sorry. Um, the ice is going to break. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I th- <laughs> this is me at work. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm stuck between Nathan I, and Alec I, right I, now. I, Give I, me a second. You were the... I was in Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. No. <laughs> there I was walking yeah. through Sleepy Hollow. There... there <laughs> who, who am I? <laughs> there I was. Christopher There Walken. I was. <laughs> Oh, shit. Here we go on another adventure. I can't believe all these loggers. It seems as though I'm in a a dead zone. I have to be uncomfortable. (laughs) The ice is going to break. 
when I see the people working, all I can think <laughs> is, wow, that's a lot of work going on. And then, then the fucking guy, the fucking guy just won't open up the gate. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'll, open, I say, I say, I'm just like sitting here and he won't open the gate. Hold on, let me, let me, let me get uncomfortable. Emma, I'd say something really stupid and uncomfortable. So Colonel puts a hand on your shoulder. Please don't touch me. <laughs> like I was saying, I think that maybe we could get some information from the... More, from the, more hoo-hoo. I think we should get, we could get some... Fuck. Can we, can we do an episode where we just do bad impressions for our characters for an episode? Hi. It's happening. It's I'm happening. Christopher Walken. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> I lost Jacques. Completely. It's okay. I lost mine. That's what I was trying to be like, though. Because he... (laughs) was a very high, inflating voice. I think that... Perhaps if we went to uh, the cut yard, we might be able to find a password that could be useful or just useful information in general. Good idea. And we'll let them know that uh, that thing is a warg and it talks. And that they're doing something that upsets them. Maybe they know what they're doing. Who knows? But yeah, we should we should go let them know. We go to the cut yard. Wow! Welcome to the cut yard. <laughs> so you make your way to the cut yard. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Uh, it's like changing the voice <laughs> on your GPS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lo and behold, before you. Wait, let's see, let's see. Oh, so there's um, three of you guys here. Three of you. Wow. Wow. Three guys. One's big. Two are big. One's little. I didn't see the little guy. You two are big. This one is little. Oh. Gold bloom. Thank you. Because uh, it was hard. Like, how do I? How? Oh, I knew whoa. that. I knew it as soon as you started doing it. But I was just like, "What the fuck is his name?" <laughs> I couldn't get it, but he does have that way of speaking. <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you, Omar. This is good. There's a little bit of validation. Anyway, <laughs> serious time. Open the gate. You make your way. <laughs> Damn, two shots really do really do's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> really do's it. <laughs> Dang old done. Uh, Especially when Scarab, I haven't been eating for about a week. Scarab will oh, walk God. up. Scarab will walk up to the main building because I'm hoping the guy's in there. He's gonna knock his hands on the front on the door to like the office. Knock, knock, knock. Unless we're all just yeah. surrounded by other lumberjacks spitting on us. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Dod- dodging spit while we're waiting for the What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see? We're logging. Everybody who got the twinkles has that accent now. That's, That's so how we know. Please go to all of this. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. No. All of it. Really? Get it out. <laughs> You make your way south, and as you're approaching where you know the cut yard to be, immediately the first thing you notice is a loud droning saw noise. 
there is the constant sound of work here, and it gets louder and louder the more you approach. It is a very stable and grating noise, uh, just of the like as logs are constantly being sawed, as well as the sound of hammering, grunting, yelling, shouting, and work in constant symphony. Uh, it is terrible. The sound is awful. It immediately grates on all of your ears. Uh, and you kind of wonder to yourselves, like, how could anybody do this consistently? But as you approach and make your way towards the front of the yard, you begin to walk in and you notice as you pass through that here too are tall wooden walls. And among the walls are these like parapet-like guard stations where again, you see armed crossbowmen with the same red insignia on their shoulder. I remember that! Is this, is this the first lumber mill we went to near the beginning of our campaign or are we talking about this one that's in town? This is the one in town. Okay. okay. So, as you're walking, you can get a good view of the river as you're walking through and making your way towards the middle of the, the lumber yard itself. And the two things you can see is the river flows past you. You can see a uh, almost constant layer of uh, like foamy sawdust that is kind of drifting over the water as you go and looking further up the stream you can see logs making their way towards the actual like sawmill building flowing down the river i forget that that's a thing that's mm-hmm. so smart and so you can Ingenuity. see individuals yeah. there there are men with large like gaff hooks that are like corralling and drawing these logs in on one half of the building and then on the other half of the building you see just like a constant or near constant outpouring of sawdust that is just being deposited on the river and flowing past you. Um, But yeah, you take note of these guards that uh, are seemingly around and then you also see individuals that are like taking some of the not fully processed logs, the ones that still have branches on them and their responsibility solely is to stand there and hack away any excess limbs or anything sticking off of them before they're processed. Uh, And then they like, as they're chopping away at them when they finish, that one is rolled away and another one is rolled in place and they just continue. It's all very mechanical, especially in this this environment. It it seems very monotonous. Yeah, exactly. Sounds fun. Same situation, gates closed, crossbowmen on the wall. This one does not have a gate itself. It has uh, the wooden walls themselves eventually lead to a large archway that opens into the interior of the wall and you make your way past that. You can't help but look up and notice the uh, armed crosswomen who kind of like give you a passing eye. Like they just want to like glance at you and they're kind of like you feel like you're being evaluated for a moment before they turn back and continue. Um, yeah, Scarab, if any of them make eye contact with Scarab, he would wave his hand to them with a jo- jolly, open-mouthed smile. Oh, hell yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, hey, hey see I see you too. They, Jacques is actively, like, covering his face away Well, they give them. Jacques a thumbs up, but everybody else, they flip off. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, as you're walking <laughs> Fuck through, you, too, buddy. you notice <laughs> that, <Mr>. like... <laughs> One of them, while his head and gaze seem to follow you walk through the gate, he doesn't turn his body. And when you wave, he draws back the string on one of his crossbows, and you hear it distinct, like, chunk as, as it's being loaded. 
before he turns away. Yeah, and Scarab wow. reaches into his pants and pulls up his D-string. Like, what, what, dog? Look at this. Shink. He brushes <laughs> His gun goes Shoot off. yourself. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, Scarab just wants him to know. He sees him too. Like, we're good, we're good. Just want to find candy. Payday's going to be called. That's candy. Maybe if we were to knock on the door, something else. I don't think that he'll be happy to see us, mind you. But maybe. What did you say? It's loud. I know it's miserable here, and I would we like to get out We should find the door and knock on the door. So in front of you is a wide open yard in which people are constantly scrambling about and moving. You can see the large building directly ahead of you on the river's edge that is processing the logs as they pass through. You can see several outbuildings as well as a uh, rather squat but long building that is set up that has uh, several of these loggers like going in and out of. Uh, and as you are looking at the yard in front of you, you hear a man scream, I can't fucking take it anymore! And he raises his axe above his head and begins to run at one of his fellow loggers as if to strike him with the axe before several crossbow bolts hit him in the chest and he falls to the ground dead. God damn. He's not there long before several guards walk up, grab his now limp corpse and drag him away. Another seemingly official looking gentleman walks up, grabs his axe and takes it over to that squat long building. Yeah, let's go there. Ah, man. Oh, my God. Because I also want to check on the dude. They took him away. Yeah, I know. It's just, who do I follow? I'm small. I'm spry. Split the party. We should go follow the body. Dead. Well, he's dead, but was he infected? Go to the it's body. It's one thing to hate, hate yourself, hate your job, hate your life, but to run at somebody else is like a whole new set of problems. So it's like, follow the body, see if there's anything weird, or follow the guy with the axe, who clearly, this is like no no dirt off. Dirt off his shirt? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to the guy with no dirt on his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to talk to that guy. I could, I mean, I, I could follow. Are you that kind of doctor? I think you'd be fine to just follow and be like, hey, so what's up with this? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, one of honestly, us yeah, I think Jacques would um, kind of lower his gaze towards the man that got shot down and just turn to, like, kind of like tilt his head towards uh, the scarab and corn cob. I'll check this out. And he'll follow the corpse. Uh, as you follow the two men dragging away the, the corpse, they kind of walk out the gate that you came in, or the archway, uh, and they dump him unceremoniously just by the side of the road. Uh, uh, one of them bends down to pluck out the four bolts in his chest uh, before they turn and begin to walk away. Back to the guards. Um, as they're uh, as they're like plucking the the bolts out of his chest uh, Jacques says such a shame hmm. these are uh, workers just getting this kind of 
Hysteria, if you don't, if you don't mind, uh, I'd like to take a look at him. I am a doctor. Uh, one of the guards looks at you for a moment and then looks down at the man with four large, gaping, bleeding holes in his chest and kind of shrugs. I'm not too happy about it myself, to be frank. Call it going axe happy. It's a stress, you see. Puts a lot of strain on the mind. I have done quite a bit of research on psychology myself, and I'd like to just see if there's some sort of ailment causing this, these workers, if you will, to revolt in such a way. It's such a shame. If only they could stay productive. It would be a good thing, to be sure. But I doubt any psychological evaluation will do our friend here any good. Of course not, but I have heard of a recent illness spreading across this town, and I was wondering if I could just take a look over. I'm doing a bit of an audit, you see, to see if I can maybe see if there is a connection to these rather misbehaved um, uh, workers and the the illness itself. His uh, face becomes deadly serious and he looks at you for a moment. You know about the twinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have spoken to a few people actually about this twinkles, if you will, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it because I have noticed a bit of an uprise of the... He puts his hand up kind of whispers to him, revolutionary sort. You think he had it? And he immediately just like, starts like dusting himself off. <laughs> it would be wise if you were to evacuate the area. I'm going to do this every time we do a Nathan. Just be like... <laughs> <laughs> it may slip in every now and then, and it's it's, just, I'm just going to leave it. That's All just right? drinking Felicia. Yeah, drinking Felicia. <laughs> Drunk Felicia is just Nathan. <laughs> He, so yeah, he pats himself down and he's just Payday's made it very clear If anyone gets axe happy They get the bolt Because it's better to lose one than to lose two Completely understandable I wouldn't want the, anyone to be running around with an axe killing anyone But if you will, this is not any business With your lumber consortium I'm just trying to gather information about Look, this illness. Look, if you want to get all twinkly, that's on you. Me? I'm out of here. And he <laughs> briskly rushes back to the uh, guard just station. Runs the other way and once he gets to a point, he just disappears. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I do a medicine check? Yeah. This town would do well with some necromancy and zones of silence. Cut down on this this uh, noise pollution and dead workers. Twenty one. As you uh, kind of like examine the body, you can see obviously the fresh wounds, of, the fresh wounds of four crossbow bolts having penetrated his chest. Uh, you estimate he died immediately. Um, something you do notice though is his. Skin is already fairly pale, and around his eyes are dark circles. He was sick. 
as if he was unable to to sleep or by your estimation that he has succumbed to an extreme amount of stress. When was the last time this man showered? Was it 21? Was that 20, man? Uh, nothing beyond the, the stench that you would expect to you know, smell from uh, a laborer. The, the main things that stand out... Before is, the times of Old Spice. It seems like this was a person who is deeply stressed. His eyes are... Or his eyelids are dark. Uh, almost like bruised in how dark they are. Uh, if you were to like lift the lids and look at his eyes themselves, they are bloodshot. Uh, mm. The edges of his hair uh, are beginning to go white. This is a person who has worked under extreme, perhaps uh, unsafe circumstances for far too long and eventually just snapped. Hmm. A shame. My diagnosis, he says to no one. Burnout. May I loot the body? Uh, if you fumble around through the corpse's pockets, uh, you don't find uh, any possessions or any money aside from uh, strange folded paper bills. Utility bill, gas bill. No, for hats. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just He's a hat maker at home. Duck bills, <laughs> freshly cut, folded, folded, <laughs> slightly ceremoniously. broken. You know, if you if you boil them, they fold pretty easily. Duck Give bills. me a fucking second to read, you animals. Baseball <laughs> bills. We got red bills, blue bills, couple American U.S. dollars. Worthless. I'm just a bill. And I'm sitting here on <laughs> Capitol Hill. <laughs> Couple VHS tapes. Getting shot by crossbowmen. Don't you wish they just called the crossbow the cross? <laughs> so you could call it cross bolts. Oh, you grab that cross crossbow bolts. Crossbow bolts. <laughs> crossbow bolt. Yeah, just crossbow bolts. I'm going to grab that crossbow bolt. For a while, people were calling yeah. them expos because it was easier. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just the cross. Jacques, as you're digging through the pockets of this corpse... Uh, you find no personal possessions, and you find no gold, but you do find a small stack of folded bills. And as you unfurl them and look at them, they are enumerated, uh, mostly as singles, with a number one depicted in each of the corners, and in the middle, it just says chips. You estimate through the small stack that you have 17 chips in front of you. These go to the rogue lady. You were telling us of a... Did you say boudoir? Brothel. Yeah, there is a... Did you say brothel? Or, or, there is a or is hybrid it? casino. There is a den of pleasure mm-hmm. here in town that is known as the Rogue Lady. Yeah, I would surmise that these chips go to that. Maybe we can play a game. That would be a good guess. Of course, I'm not there. I'm just drunk. <laughs> Playing fun game with my friends. You do also recall the sheriff telling you about having to purchase his axe from the lumber consortium and they wanted to charge him an axe tax. There may be something associated with that as well. Is this town just like pay to play? 
<laughs> you go in here, you, you gotta like turn in all of your cash for in town cash, and once you run out, they shoot you a few times. Um, I mean, he didn't run out. Obviously, he got seventeen no, chips he on just him. Just lost his mind. He knew he, he knew he wasn't gonna make that next roll. Jacques will half-heartedly do like a a prayer to whatever, whoever God. It, as well, if, who was it? if if anyone is looking, he will look as uh, if do it to you're a, on your own at this point. Do it to a uh, who Shaylin? Who's who's the uh High Fang. Well not is that the one for the uh Tengu. The cleric that we talked to. Oh Iomade? Iomade. Yeah, I would do it to Iomade because Iomade is lost in this town and I think uh, they could use it. Yeah, so he'll be like Iomade just like help this man get passed through for asthma or whatever. And he'll take the folded. The body begins to levitate. <coughs> oh! He'll take the bills and he will also take a lock of this man's hair. Oh my god. Can we buy a scroll to speak with dead? I want to speak with dead. We didn't kill this man. <clears throat> Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, no one's around to stop you. It's a lock of this dead You man's can hair. mutilate a corpse however you want. Weirdo. Who knows when it'll be useful? Oh, I and mean, the scraping of his sweat. Ugh. Ugh. You do so. <laughs> Yummy. Ugh. Weird. I guess. <laughs> Ugh, weird. <laughs> and he'll let out a sigh. <laughs> And make his way back to Scarab and Corncob. During all of that, right after that man was shot and dragged off, Colonel walks directly to the guy that's in charge. Yeah, Scarab follows after uh, watching. Uh, you don't see anyone who would fit that description. Who was? Let's follow who the was man the that guy? took the axe. Yeah, who was the one that nonchalantly like just picked up the axe and walked off? Yeah, we want to go to that long house. So when the when the man was shot, there were three guards that walked up. Two of them took each arm and walked away with one, and the other walked over to a long house, the squat long house that y'all saw before. It's off to the right. I think we should go yeah. there because Colonel's he's taking equipment there. There's probably at least a delegator or some office person back there. They're not going to leave all their tools unattended, I would hope. Yeah, Colonel's walking up to that third guard. Same. Excuse me. You shot that man down as if it was routine. What is happening here? Scare behind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you, you were following the third one that walked away while Jacques went the other way? Yeah. Okay. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Um, hello. And he's holding the slightly bloodied axe. You've intercepted him halfway to the, uh, the squat house, and he turns to regard you. What is happening? Is this an everyday thing? What? No. 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 Of course not. Be ridiculous. Not every day. No. It doesn't seem to days. bother you much. It's not that heavy. He tells the axe. What's happening? What is the schedule here? Are people getting adequate breaks? Why is he freaking out? Why did you just shoot him? This is an OSHA violation. I want to speak to your union steward. I 
didn't <laughs> shoot anyone, I assure you. I, I just, I, he went a little axe happy, and we have our rules, and we do what we're supposed to do. And Colonel's going to grab him by the collar again and say, take me to your union steward. Roll intimidation. Oh, I did, yeah, we did ask if they had unions, and it may have been a joke, but I think they, they did say they have a union. Yeah. So I need to know the rules of this union. Is his family getting any money? What's the payout? How do we intercept? 13 or an 18? That's a 13. No. So, uh, 17 intimidation. I, I don't know what you want. I let go, or I'll. Yes, I'll hit you with this axe. Colonel lets go. <laughs> there. And he dusts himself off prim and proper and he says, Now, what do you want? Your boss. Which one? Any of them. Closest one. Let's go. Payday. Follow me. I'm sure he would love to hear of this. Payday. And he turns around and begins walking towards the squat building uh, that... Our friend Scarab just recently entered. Scarab, while this conversation is going on and you push your way into the door, you immediately find yourself in what can only be described as a small general store. Oh. Yes. Uh, However, thematically, it seems like the entirety of the store itself is uh, logging-related supplies. So basically, as a resident of Texas, when you're driving out in the middle of nowhere and you're going to like, ooh, a natural cave, and they got like a cave store, (laughs) you walk in and everything's like made with (laughs) cave stuff. It would be (laughs) like that if it was like, here's all the shit you need to be in Texas. Yeah, it's just like a a little, it's a truck stop. Basically, yeah. (laughs) The the (laughs) shop itself, the first thing you notice is when you push through the door on your left, uh, there is a counter uh, that has a rather portly, uh, large, pug-faced man standing behind it. Uh, he doesn't seem to notice you come in. He seems otherwise preoccupied. You notice immediately behind him is a uh, long rack that is just lined with axes. Uh, on your right, you see several rows of shelves, and on the first most, you see uh, a mundane things like... Uh, uh, grip, grip tack. You see, like, uh... Some fake license plates with your name on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shabunga sh- Crisola. Perfect. <laughs> Custom engraved <laughs> arrows. You know, the words. <laughs> okay, yeah. Shot glasses. And just one person in there? Yeah. All you notice is this man who seems entirely too large for this counter. Uh, he's just a... Uh, large, human male, uh, balding, heavy-set, pug-faced, very squat-looking, squashed nose. But is he a pug? cheeks. Is he a pug? And he's not a pug. Okay. No, he's a human <laughs> I mean, man. It, it can happen. I was gonna ask. It can happen. <laughs> and he's very large. You estimate yeah. him to be close to, if not just over six feet tall, and he is very imposing. Uh, and he's just standing behind the counter. I imagine you, like, looking up at him. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't seem to have noticed you coming in. Yeah, Scarpa will look up at him and then shout, Shabunga Dad, but you can call me Scarab. I won't. That's fine. Wonderful store. What are you selling? Things you need to work with. Oh. 
Grab your shit, put your script on the counter. Chips. Is this where you apply for a job? No. <laughs> Is this where you repurpose the weapons of deceased workers? All property of the Lumber Consortium belongs to and is to be forfeit from deceased to the Lumber Consortium. <laughs> Wonderful! And what was your name? Payden. Uh, Shabunga... He stands up a little bit taller and hopefully someone else walks into the room at this moment. At this moment, the door does in fact swing open. Right this way, Payden will want to speak to you immediately. Payden! Yeah, uh, Payden! The scarab will like reach back really quick and slap, uh, backhand slap at, um, I'm so sorry, I almost said Foghorn. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Might, you might as well. <laughs> you can slap Foghorn on the inner thigh and be like, this is our guy. Payden, another one for the shelf. And the thin man places the bloodied axe on the counter, to which, uh, Payton, the large man, picks it up and kind of regards it for a moment in his hands. It'll have to be cleaned first. But fine, about your way. And the thin man turns on his heel and says, Right away! And walks out the door. Carnal puts his leg out so he trips. <laughs> Roll the trip. <laughs> Scarab's, gonna, Scarab's gonna mark his target. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 24. Oh, yeah, he trips. He hit his face on the ground. (laughs) Immediately just... uh, Oops. Anyway, you in charge here? Legitimately, Scarab is going to hunt prey on Payton. The thin man stands up from being tripped. It's, Payton, they've done... And before he can even finish speaking, back to your station. Or else... Right away! Right away! And he scurries out the door. And then the large man sets the axe down on the counter, and his two great big sausage hands rest on the counter, and he leans forward. What can I do for you? Colonel Corncob, I would say nice to meet you, but outside, something horrible just happened. Oh? A man was shot dead from losing his mind. Probably because he's not getting adequate breaks. Actually, I did do a thorough medical um, examination on the body, and it does seem that he um, suffered from great stress and probably a bit of insomnia. Let me see here in my notes. I did, in fact, write... Mm, Diagnosis... Burnout. Seems that he has been overworked. Yes. You need to know that a bathroom break and a regular break are not the same break. (laughs) All who work for the Lumber Consortium answer to me, and by extension, to Lord Cream. Is this a normal thing? People getting shot down? Because... None of your people seemed like they were shot. I mean, what are you supposed to do when you have 
the situation with hysteria. Absolutely. I suppose you'd rather my men just lose their minds and hack each other to bits with axes then? Exactly. Is that your perfect world, Maybe chicken Maybe a lunch man? break. Think about it, Corncob. If he had gotten uh, to his desired um, objective, he probably would have killed someone with that axe. And that is quite dangerous, I would say. I guarantee it, but we're talking about preventative measures here. I mean, can you really prevent stress? I mean, I have been under dire stress over the past, I would say, two weeks. And <laughs> It is in my expert opinion that four bolts is a quick answer. As I a preventative measure. It did work. He is dead. He I'm is small, dead. but I'm waving my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me, giants. Look. Only five, six. Him killing another man that was unsuspecting would be bad, so perhaps he should be put down. Yes, yes. Breaks might prevent him from going mad. Yes, more breaks. At least two 15-minute breaks in an eight-hour period. But my question, is this a common occurrence as of late? Are you talking to me? Big man! Does finger guns. Drop the hands! <laughs> Holds up his axe. <laughs> <laughs> To each of your questions, of which there were only two, yes, they get adequate breaks. Everyone who signs up to work knows what they sign up for. Either work for the consortium under the consortium's rules, or don't. Two simple outcomes. Sounds very fair. For you, small man, no, it's not a recent outcome. One could imagine that within the monotonous and tedious system with when, when you have with which we have subscribed ourselves to, that a certain amount of stress has been likely to build up over time. Now, it is up to the individual to determine how they do receive and process said stress. If they were to take it out on another individual, that would be unlawful. Sir, to your point about breaks. Yes, they are allowed to take breaks. Yes, it is beyond more than a simple bathroom break. No, that does not excuse another individual from hitting one with an axe. And so, he was shot. And his property, which was not his property, but that of the Lumber Consortium, was to be returned for future sale by the Lumber Consortium. Sounds entirely reasonable to me, if you ask. Very good, sir. Very good. Another question! Ask away, I've been bored all day. <laughs> Let me remember my question. <laughs> Take your time, browser. Where's playing chips? <laughs> oh, uh, that is a very cute little box of stones you have. How much is it for a little bag? For a small poultry bag of stones, it's a mere 200 chips. Oh. Fear well. not, though, friend, if you have not enough. You're more than welcome to exchange your gold for company chips. How, what is the um, exchange rate, if you will, of the gold chips? One small gold piece will net you a solid and sturdy five chips. Hmm. And you said it was 200 chips for... Uh, a measly, inconsequential 200 chips. 
I'll have to keep saving up. You small flailing one. I remember my question. <laughs> Ask away. I've been bored all day. <laughs> have your workers been getting sick? Not to my recollection. Haven't been taking days off for the twinkles. There are no days off at the Lumber Consortium. As long as there's wood to chop, there's men to chop it. Bingo! This is why they fall. They need adequate days off. Men are paid for days that they work and not for those they don't. If they need a day off, they need not be paid. Do they ever request days off? They do not arrive when they do not need pay. Sounds very reasonable to me. Oh, very reasonable and very fair, according to the Lumber Consortium. It's really rather good. <laughs> I would like a job. Equal pay for equal work, we say. I mean, honestly, guys, I'm not going to be able to pay you until we find my cart. Have you seen a cart or a large pig? We cart things every day, and I haven't seen a pig since lunch. <laughs> Just dread. <laughs> well, have you heard about this sickness? No. Truly. People get sick all the time. I've never heard of any specific sickness. And I... I Look, I'm not a very social creature, so I understand Obviously. that... Obviously! Conversations are kind of weird where strange people just walk in and ask you a bunch of question after question. Most without... entertaining day I've had all day. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> We're right to presume you are the payday. Oh, I... When the consortium needs its dues sorted, you can always count on Obey Day. So are you in correct, uh, correct, in direct connection with the Creeds? No, I work for Thuldren directly. If he needs it, Pay Day delivers. If you don't mind, Payden was it? Payden Tedum. Ha! You said Something te- funny, friend. How do you spell Tatum? I'm coming down with the twinkles. It was a cough. Just a cough. Um, if you don't mind, if you haven't heard, there is a bit of an illness spreading around this town. I would be more than willing to offer you a full physical exam. I am a doctor after all. Let's see that thing. In exchange, I just want a, just a bag of those stones. <laughs> Let's see them stones. I saw, let's see, 183 chips evaluation, you say? Yes, I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but the illness that is spreading around the town is causing quite a bit of fatigue, if you will, and it seems like a person of your uh, importance might have a difficulty uh, extract, not extracting, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Exacting the law of this here lumber consortium. If you do have that fatigue, if you will, the insomnia, uh, I've also heard some some talk of ill thoughts. 
And you seem quite a confident person yourself, and I thought I could just give you a bit of an exam, see if you're doing okay, and if not, then I may be able to uh, speak to you about some sort of treatment plan to help you. Just some stones in exchange. Jacques. Am I, uh, do we need 200? You chips? may call me Doc. Uh, roll me diplomacy. Look like I'm just... I got, did I hear something about 200 chips? 200 chips for stones and for we have a bag of stones. Yeah, so the thing you can surmise by, by just speaking with them, uh, the exchange rate is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm also... One gold for five chips, but it's 200 chips for a small bag of rocks. God. To you, it seems like... What's with the rocks? It's just what Jacques picked out. It's just something random. I don't know. Sorry, it just it's just something he wants. The The point being that you can't help but notice that the this chips system that they have in place seems to be a means of uh, getting their workers to exchange gold for things that they need to do their job at an exorbitant exchange rate. Uh, and so the idea seems to be yeah, that if they pay their men in chips rather than in gold, they are paying them far less than they should be. It is a means, it seems, to control. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, my job's fine. I, you know, I, I, I eat. And it's because they're getting paid in, in fucking Sonic drive-in coupons. Pretty know? much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine you work for Disney, and instead of getting paid in dollars, you, you get paid in you get D-bucks. paid bucks. Yeah, you get paid in enough to continue doing the job. You get paid in games to sell back to GameStop. Or if yeah, or if working for you know like fucking round one or whatever, if they paid you in tickets. But you get a free slice of pizza. That is a twenty-four diplomacy. I was just hoping we could go gamble and make a little bit of extra and buy ourselves a bag of rocks. It'll only take a moment just to make sure you're a tip-top shape to keep the rest of these in. He points a meaty sausage finger at you and says, Oh, have you know? Oh, I feel as strong as ten oxes and I ate half as many just yesterday. No doubt. Did you eat a pig? Big. Yellow. Red. Maroon. You're listing a lot of colors I'm not familiar with. Good! Looks down at his little pig. Fine, he (laughs) says, and he walks around the counter. You can hear his feet thumping as he walks along the wooden floor, and he plants a large stool and then sits upon it and folds his arms. There's something away. (laughs) Jacques. I think you will find I'm as healthy as a dragon. Fantastic. Jacques goes (laughs) and walks behind him and kind of like pulls his head back and opens his mouth to look at his gums. Pulling his lips back like a dentist. So, I assume it is that you work for uh, the creeds, I believe. He's just got his lips pulled back. Looking at I understand. I mean, it is imperative to find a, a decent 
employer, he lets go of his lips. In in today's market society, it can be rather difficult to find someone who really caters what you need as an individual. I completely agree. Jock will uh, pull out a stethoscope, put it on either side of his mask, and put it to his chest. I mean, I I have been quite concerned. Concerned. I've been quite concerned about the uh, the health of these uh, of of the <laughs> proprietor of this town, the queen himself, with this illness spreading around. I I was wanting to go in and you know do an examination on them, make sure that they too are okay, because I do have. I'll let you in on a little secret. I do know of a treatment for this illness that is spreading and he checks his pulse uh you feel a large meaty hand rest on your shoulder and he pulls you close and he says there really is some kind of sickness sweeping through creed's land and you have a cure creed would know of it um jacques Leading in, hearing this, kind of stiffens for a moment before standing upright, almost a few inches taller than normal as his neck stretches a little further. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm positively sure of it. It is just quite a shame, don't you think? This town could be so useful if there weren't so much illness spreading around. You know what I've heard? As he he uh, he goes back and he has um, just a, a small um, match lit as he has his eyelids spread wide, shining it so he can see whether or not his eyes dilate. <laughs> Are you interested in what I've heard? Uh, Wandering this town, quite dirty. Just, I've heard quite a few things about this sickness, if you will. Oh, absolutely. Do tell. Insomnia, fatigue, disgusting. Sounds like laziness to me. I agree. That is the major concern for me is just there could be so many good workers yet all of them needing to stay home to rest Creed wouldn't like that with heavy finger quotations he pushes the hand holding the match out of the way and leans forward to you and he just says and you have a cure I definitely have an idea of a cure that I'm working on. Roll deception. Come on. Fifteen. You see, I'm working with a rather skilled uh, herbologist. Can't say much more. You know, the secrets of the craft. Well, I haven't heard anything about a sickness, but if you know of a cure, then Creel would be very interested. The 
shall we say, commercial possibility. You should maybe speak to Creed. I don't. It might be a little bit of a saucy secret. But I could be convinced, perhaps, to speak to him. Oh, I think you'll find I can be very convincing. He stands up and he places a hand on your back and begins pushing you towards the door, leading you out of the squat building. In fact, let's make our way to Creed now where we can discuss the potential financial benefits of your knowledge. Jacques hesitates for a moment. Your hesitance is irrelevant as you feel the large hand pushing you further and further towards the door as he begins to walk you out of the building. I will need my compatriots. Uh, Scarab's um, waving. Scarab, uh, <laughs> corncob, I will need you to join me. Now, now, your friends are more than welcome to find themselves busy among the various attractions of town, I assure you. We, however, have business to discuss. I need to say, Colonel left a long time ago. He's been gone for a while. He's... This sucks that this is happening, but uh, he's been gone. What's Colonel up to? At the sheriff's office, the door flies open, hitting the side of the wall. He walks up to the sheriff's desk, assuming that the sheriff is at his desk. Uh, He is. I would like a badge, Sheriff. I, um... Hello. It's good to see you. Uh, in regards to what, exactly? You ready to relive your glory days? Grab that axe. We have work to do. I'm very confused by uh, someone just, you know, coming in, slamming open the door, and then asking me to grab my axe. What's what's all this about? Sir, do you know what's going on at the Lumber Consortium? A great deal of things, yes. People are dying. Yes, I am aware. Who, Who's in charge of this? I don't think you understand, friend. I don't. Please, allow me to explain. Uh, would you care for a drink? Uh-oh, uh-oh! He grabs a glass for himself, and he pours from a bottle. For himself, he has another glass available, but he, before you even answer, tosses it back. Yeah, Colonel will sit. This is bad, but you should drink. Yeah, Colonel will sit. <laughs> he fills his glass again, and he pours one for you. <sighs> Where to begin? You know, when they elected me sheriff of this town, I knew that there would be things that I would be unable to do. People I would be unable to oppose. At least in good measure without more evidence. The Lumber Consortium is by and large their own entity. Their own governing power, as it will. Those who work for the Lumber Consortium know when they sign up what they sign up for. They know that they, in essence, sign themselves away in body and soul. What they do 
is, by in accordance to their contracts, very much legal. This this is unjust. Can't happen. Who are these? What is this army? Everybody's got this symbol on their arms and stuff. These people with crossbows. What is this army? You mean the Red Rocks? Red Rocks. A mercenary guild, if you will. More like a band of rogues and thieves. Hired by Creed. They act as a personal guard. They carry out his will. By his coin. I understand there needs to be jobs in order for a society to exist, but you and I both know this is wrong. Absolutely. Invariably, indubitably. There have to be more than two people in this town besides you and I that know this is wrong. We need to fix this. Will you be a DMPC with our party? <laughs> Help us fight the power. Shut what up. We're in a conversation. Y'all aren't here. <laughs> it's not exactly what I'm looking for. I'm just looking. Oh. No, I understand. You're Colonel, fighting You're fighting the good fight. You have to understand, friend. There's only so much I can do. I'm here to maintain <laughs> the order within the town, but anything outside the town, that's not anything I can do anything about. We're talking about a man possessed by greed, who hires other men also possessed by greed to carry out his greed. There's nothing you or I or a small army of us could even do. I can only carry out the laws of the town as best I can. Come with me. To what end? I, I, I can't live like this. Uh, Colonel also did spend all of his focus points, his two focus points, laying on hands to, like, as he was leaving, the the weakest-looking workers. Just gave him a lay on hands, so he has no focus points right now. Uh, he's, he's kind of losing his mind right now. Yeah. Like, this isn't fair. No, it's absolutely it's... not. And I think that the sheriff picks up on that because he's been a, a subject of unfairness. Like, he understands. But what you have to understand, friend, is that it's not just a matter of jobs. With no lumber consortium, there is no Falcon's Hollow. These people are not choosing between an unjust death at the hands of a greedy corporation. They're choosing to live with that or to not live at all. There's better ways. There's better places. I'm going back. The forests are inhabited by all manner of unholy beasts. Kobolds on the rise. Some trap-setting, intelligent hyper-wolf. Oh yeah, we found him. It's a warg, and he speaks to you with his mind. He's upset at the Lumber Consortium about something. Why are you still alive? We spoke to him like civil people. He uh, scratches something down on a piece of paper and he's just like, You might be the first. Not a single person has even had the opportunity. Dragged away, screaming into the woods. This is the only reports I've ever gotten. Or found dead in traps. Well, he's hurt. He's injured. He's been attacked. That's probably why he's attacking back. 
we didn't attack them. That's probably why I'm still standing here. And as far as these hunters, we didn't find the dwarf, but we found plenty of dead hunters out in the forest. Traps eaten by big old snakes with arms. So no sign of Duringar. Not that I know of. It's been a while since we recorded the first few episodes, so I'm not sure. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> okay. But there are some mushrooms growing around an area we found that apparently dwarves really like. He uh, reaches into his desk and he's rustling through papers for a bit before he pulls out a scroll and he unfurls it on the desk, revealing a map of the surrounding woods. Where exactly did you see this wolf? This warg, as you call it. Uh, I don't think Colonel is holding the map that we found. It probably Jacques has. Yeah, I think Jacques has. You would have magic pocket. You would have looked at it <laughs> at some point with Jacques. You would at least be. We've all made copies. Like, we made copies. Yeah, he, he points in the general <laughs> area where the ruins were. Uh, as you do so, he makes a large circle in the area and then begins rifling through papers again, kind of like holding things up and reading them while looking at the map, and then flitting through another sheet and then doing the same comparing and then he finally finds one and he slides it over to you Droskar's Crucible that's it and uh, the, the sheet that you look at is a very old very weathered and very crinkled log uh, and on the log it says uh, it has a list of, of names and activities for those who come and go through town for their meaning of visit, their purpose, and things like that. And on the list itself, uh, he points to one that labels one Druingar in search of Droskar's Crucible. Reason listed for visit was exploratory uh, and academic. Now, even though we spoke to him, it wasn't that friendly. He wanted us gone, and we didn't stick around for him to let him know that he wants us gone. What I, I understand, yeah, magical warg out there speaking and stuff, but I feel like we have a problem here. He kind of furrows his brow at you. What are you asking me to do? You have friends. You have to have friends. You're sheriff. Sheriffs get voted in. Who voted for you? You got friends? Well, the people of the town voted for me. They... I suppose they admired the way that I was willing to stand up to payday when no one else would. Let's do it again. What has he done now? People are just being killed and thrown into the street. No proper burial, no... No investigation, no figuring out what is happening. Something is happening. I understand revolutions don't happen overnight, but we need to start doing something. Think about what you're asking. The Creed family, rotten as they are, they have payday, yes, of course, but they also have the Red Rocks. They have a small legion of, of rogue mercenaries at their disposal, not to mention the, the poor workers that work for them themselves. Do you think that those who wield axes in service of a company would turn their axes willingly, knowing that they would be shot? How many innocent farmers, workers, and innocent men do you expect to not lose? 
by turning against the consortium. There will be casualties, I understand. Potentially more, until we can find out a way to alleviate ourselves in a way that does not destroy Falcon's Hollow. I understand your frustration. I share your frustration. But Creed is the one with the rights to the land. And with those rights comes the Lumber Consortium. We they may... do... Go, no, please go ahead. I'll drink. <laughs> we may have a friend in the woods. Somebody who is equally unhappy with the Lumber Consortium. Either way, I've spent too much time here. I need to get back to my people. What is your aim? Bring the Warg back and destroy the Creeds. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That'd be so sick, dude. Oh, shit. I don't have a name, but I do have a goal. We both know what that goal is. Try to figure out a plan on my way back over there right now. Thank you for your time, Sheriff. Something to consider. As unjust and unfair as the creeds are, at least at this moment they are all that Falcon's Hollow has. If we are to lose them, there would have to be something else in its place. You. Or else all is lost. You. Us. I can give these people no gold. No livelihood. I'm just a man who had an axe. Gold is only as valuable as you want it to be. Nobody needs gold to eat or drink. You can hunt. You can gather your own water. And who should hunt if they're not paid? You want to eat? Think about it. The way civilization started. It was bartering before money was invented. You know what? I understand your concern. I also understand I can't help myself. I have to go. I wish you luck, friend. Please, do not do anything that makes me put you in a cell. I promise that won't happen. And the colonel leaves. Good job, Ivan. Thank you. Bo both of you, actually. I'm gonna die. You too, Fee. Good job, we're getting info. I'm gonna die. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> why are you gonna die, Amon? I know why she's gonna die. Yeah, cutting back to the I other mean, two. <laughs> I think we'd best go in strict decree now so we can discuss certain uh, opportunities. I mean, I really should speak to my uh, partner about this sort of situation. No, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to reach out to your partner later. After all, the early bird gets the worm, and if a disease is slowly sweeping through town, better we have the cure so that we might mass produce it for uh, the good of the people, as it were. Now, I don't mean to make you feel inferior as far as your intelligence goes, but I did not say disease, I said illness, sickness. <laughs> Inferior is not one of the feelings I feel, my friend. Oh, payday is what they call me, because when money needs collecting, I deliver. Scarab! Ahem! <laughs> Excuse me, Jacques, if you would pull out the paper that you, uh... The one with my name on it? Pull it out! Pull it out! For you are not leaving anywhere alone with my employee. 
Well, you're welcome to follow your employee. We only seek mutual benefaction, of course. Of course! Of course. You can have the doctor in the doctor's work, but we do not leave without my other employee, who has uh, stepped away to the bathroom, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> maybe you can wait for your other employee and join the two of us at Creed Manor follow suit. No. And that's the end of our story today. Oh, man. No, you idiot! No, you <laughs> let me in! <laughs> no, good stuff, good stuff, good oh, stuff, good stuff. Ow! We're gonna bring a warg into town. We're gonna kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, I need you to listen up for a second. All right. All right. The the cursed caravan itself uses trademarks and slash or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. Paizo.com slash community. We are expressly. Ex- <laughs> we are expressly <laughs> prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Curse Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Uh! Hell yeah, man. The Curse Caravan theme music and the beat you are listening to now is written by our very own Matthew, a.k.a. Scarab. AKA D, AKA uh, Ronk, whichever. Yay, Matthew, whichever. he's whichever. peeing right now. He's, he's peeing. Um, we would also like to uh, give thanks to Michael Gelke Studios. He is the, the music, the background, ambiance that you hear majority of the time throughout our podcast. Um, Gelfi, Michael Gelfie Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio. Thank you so much, Michael Gelfie. You can find more about him and uh, their music and other things at michaelgelfie.com. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Um, but uh, aside from that, leave us a comment. Rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, especially Apple Podcasts. Yes, Apple uh, Podcasts. We will definitely see those. Uh, Spotify also allows you to rate and leave comments. We would love to see comments from from all of y'all. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, maybe we can answer them or just... If you have any feedback, say please. any, literally anything. Say or like, yeah. I like French fries. Say or, anything. You know, you tell us that you hate us. That's also super <laughs> cool. Um, uh, but yeah, perhaps we'll read them on the cod, the, the cod on the podcast. Yes. Um, if you have any questions, feel free also to email us at thecursedcaravan at gmail.com. Um, we can uh, maybe answer those questions on the podcast. But yeah, let let us know. Get in the comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast. If you have any questions, and all of our contact information is in the description. Thank you for being a traveler on the cursed caravan. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Matt, when people do uh, death metal shit, Blech. do people do inhale screams? You can, and it like sometimes it'll sound good on recording, but it's really bad for your throat. Is it? Mm-hmm.
Because air's not supposed to go in. It's supposed to come out. Uh, that's half the job. So you can do the... But it's... Like, over time, it's not that good for your throat. And also, you can't project as much. It's fun to inhale it's, when you're whistling, though. Mm, yeah, I do that. I'm, I'm an inhale whistler. I do both because I can inhale whistle mm-hmm. when it's simplistic. And so that lets you get enough air to continue the complicated shit. Where's yeah. the... So when you get to mm-hmm. something that's like the songs that have like long lulls that then go into more complicated shit, that's a good time to keep whistling by just like using that to hold a note to get enough air to like go into yeah, the heavy just shit. a constant mm-hmm. note when you inhale. But... Look at all the birds coming to land on Cody's shoulders. But generally, <laughs> generally, it's looked down upon. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. I was curious. My name is Shadowheart, loyal servant it's of a- Shah, goddess of darkness and loss. That's pretty good. Um, where's the bottle opener? <laughs> right here, you fool. It's over here, you fool. It's on your my lasagna tray. But yeah, back in the day, I couldn't, I couldn't do lows to save my life, so I would do the stuff. And now I can't inhale scream because I've What's okay. just Sometimes done I the other way so much. I can't do the inhale screech anymore that I used to be able to do. But like when I was in the shower today, I was doing the with this, especially since the acoustics are really good in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and so you can go like. I do that too. He was making Calcifer very concerned. But it's harder not in the shower because at least in the shower you have all that moisture that's in the air that makes everything lubricated and nice and easy. But see, that's exactly it because you're drying it out. Sucking it in, the the flaps are going about. So if it's like constantly wet, then then sure, fine. But otherwise, it'll just it'll scratch. I can see that. This way it dries it out. The other way it's lubing it. But yeah, it's it's good for sometimes though. It's good for like a creature sound and stuff. But I've seen bands that sound great on album and then they do it live and it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's not hard. Uh, maintainable. And you can't really you can sometimes change the volume, but for the most part, it's going to be this set volume and it's yeah. just like uh, man, I used to do that screech really fucking loud. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember when uh, you remember the zombie walk forever ago that we mm-hmm. did downtown? Like in that one, I was doing that because I used to have a really good zombie screech that was based off of that. But like, <clears throat> that shit's hard to do. And if you don't do it consistently, then it like, well, double edged sword. Do it consistently, it fucks your voice up, according to what you said. And then also, it just can't. Don't I mean, do it consistently, then it's like you're out of practice of it, and it fucking makes you cough and shit. Yeah, it's 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 just too it's too risky, basically. <laughs> Blessed oh night God. singer, witness our adoration. And like we that one serve didn't you. hurt because I didn't push it too much. And you can get pretty We've loud emptied our hearts of falsehoods. Smile. <laughs> Slash smile. Yeah. Slash smile. I just think that I could do it I think so if I wasn't drunk. Right. All right. Drunk heads, let's go talk to the forest guy. Fuck!